Extroverts rarely ponder, as in think about it for four days, right? They certainly think. Extroverts think great. But they tend to crunch ideas rather than mull over them. Are introverts and extroverts compatible in marriage? What do those terms even mean? Dr. Noelle Nelson breaks it all down for us and offers tips. Stay tuned. Our 2015 holiday gift guide for married couples is out. It has ideas for him, her, the family, and a little bit extra. So go ahead, check it out. Visit hitchedmag.com. And of course, if you get the newsletter, you already know this. To get the newsletter, go to hitchmag.com and click the newsletter link. Happy holidays. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the always amazing, always fabulous Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. So Noelle is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is the author of many, many best-selling books, Her most recent relationship book is Your Man is Wonderful. Uh, Her newest book is Got a Bad Boss, Work That Boss to Get What You Want at Work, and that is available for Kindle uh, readers, which are available on uh, the app you can download on pretty much any device out there, so check that out. Uh, Today we are going to talk about um, introverts and extroverts uh, and if that is a good match for marriage. Uh, And you say, Noelle, that uh, understanding each other is the key to a good marriage, and I would definitely agree with that. And one of the most useful descriptions that you found that can help us understand each other is the difference between introverts and extroverts. Absolutely, Steve, because in the absence of that understanding, we can come to some very unfortunate mistaken conclusions about our spouses, and that is never good. Yeah. And so what are some of the important differences then? Well, I think the first one is that extroverts thrive on being social. They like large gatherings. They like being with people. Extroverts are comfortable with lots of people, lots of stimulation, lots of stuff going on. Extroverts like things like, um, uh, you know, concerts, parties, going out to eat, all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Introverts, however, like a lot of alone time or one-on-one time. It's not that introverts are antisocial. And it's not that they're shy, interestingly enough. It's just that a little bit of socializing goes a long way with them. So what's confusing to an extrovert spouse, let's take that one for example, okay, okay, is that his or her introvert mate can be very personable and enthusiastic and and not shy, nothing like that. Talk up a storm when the introvert spouse is with her extrovert mate Mm -hmm. or with one or two close friends. But then the introvert can clam up and look for a quiet corner as soon as there are a lot of people around. Okay. And, and you know, I, I, I have a question for you about that, but I, I actually have a, a, a question before I want to ask you that question, which is, sure. is this, I mean, we're talking introverts and extrovert spouses. Is this something that 
I mean, I'm guessing you would recognize during the courting phase before you're actually married? Or is this something that people, because they're wearing those rose-tinted glasses, don't quite realize or um, the marriage finally brings them together in a way that these things never blossomed in front of them before? Well, it's kind of the latter. In other words, think about courtship. In courtship, what are you most interested in? Going to parties or having time alone with that special, incredible Mm -hmm. other that you just met. So most of the time in courtship is spent either with one-on-one or with very close friends and family members. So unless you have a, a sprawling family of, you know, 25, generally speaking, and even if you do, frankly, generally speaking, during courtship and up until marriage, people tend to spend their time kind of one-on-one or in very small groups. Like, you know, uh, you have your best friend and their spouse over for dinner, that kind of thing. Sure. Well, in that atmosphere, an introvert looks can look just like an extrovert. Got it. Because introverts are, and this is the, I've done a lot of research on this just because it intrigues me. Yeah. You will find introverts who are performers, who are very personable, who can do public speaking, do all sorts of, that's not the point. They're, they're not shy. They, they go on overload real fast would be another way of saying it. That's so a very I'll interesting take my, distinction. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I'm a classic introvert and frankly, everybody thinks I'm an extrovert. Because if it comes to behavior, when you see me out in the world, right, doing speeches and being with people and such, I'm awake, alert, enthusiastic, <laughs> I remember names, I do all that stuff. But I then retreat like crazy. It's yeah. like, now leave me alone for two days. <laughs> and I, that is, can be very confusing to a spouse. That's so funny. I would, I would totally describe myself as an introvert as well. Right. Um, and you don't look like one, Steve. <laughs> no, you, you, right. Like I, because I, I am, um, I think outgoing, uh, in those close groups. But if somebody told me, Hey, there's a party with 50 people, I would run for the Hills. Like that does not sound fun to me. Whereas I have a younger brother who he hears that the entire city's getting shut down for a huge, huge party. And he is just like, uh, do, do I need to get tickets? How do I get there? <laughs> <laughs> and he's first one there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, sure. it's it's interesting too that the way that you describe this, I almost think of um, the cliche about, oh, s- s- where where is so-and-so? Where, you know, where's where's Johnny? And it's like, oh, he has a girlfriend, so he's disappeared. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why, in answer to your original question, often the distinction between extrovert and introvert doesn't come up in courtship. Got it. Also, think from the other point of view, from the introvert's point of view, the extrovert is just being the personable side of the introvert. Yeah. Yeah. Courtship. Yeah. So they're not, you know, the, the extrovert usually isn't doing what your brother is doing, isn't saying, oh, I'm going to ditch you tonight because there's this citywide party I got to be at. Yeah. That, that's not usually what's happening. Yeah. So. No, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So um, in, in this kind of scenario, then, uh, are we then to think that the extrovert spouse might end up believing that their introvert mate doesn't like his or her friends uh, when it's actually nothing like that at all? Oh, absolutely. I mean, just think about it. So the introvert says about five times in a row, no, I really don't want to go to that party. No, I really don't. What is the extrovert going to think? Yeah. If, if he's not in, and this is why I, I told you when we started, uh, before we even got on air, I love this topic because it can cause such 
unnecessary unhappiness in a couple because the introvert doesn't necessarily know she or he is an introvert. So they're not necessarily going to come out with, well, you know, it's not your friends, honey. I love your friends. Can I have them one on one? Yeah. Introvert's just going to go ah, and run for the hill. <laughs> and the extrovert's totally mystified. Like what I do, what I do. <laughs> um, so it's just too many people. That's all. It's too many people for the introvert. Um, but you can see where that kind of conclusion can, can get a marriage in trouble. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so then, so then what else should we know about uh, the handling of introvert and extrovert spouses here? Well, Introverts need quiet when they're working or when they're thinking and as few interruptions as possible, which is almost like not being in the 21st century. <laughs> Extroverts are happy to have the TV on, the iPod in their ears, and they'll interrupt, you know, whatever they're doing to chat with someone at any point in time. Mm -hmm. So the introvert can seem standoffish, right? It's like, leave me alone. Peculiar even. I mean, come on. Who doesn't like music while they're at work, right? Yeah. But the introvert doesn't necessarily want anything. It, it, it just, you know, I'll give you the, the example from my life is I can spend hours in the car without ever turning on the radio, the internet, or anything else. Just hours, just in the absolute bliss of that quiet so I can think. Mm. And, and that's just weird. <laughs> You know, it's so funny is I feel like I could do that, but there is this little thing inside my head that feels like you're wasting time. You could be consuming information. Cause yes, I, well, I'm so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know there's there's a lot for, you know, being with your own thoughts. I totally get that and understand that. But I I love me some audiobooks and obviously podcasts, so – that's my <laughs> so what what and and what you're pointing out Steve and very which is great for our listeners is that this isn't a cookie cutter thing. Yeah. Not all introverts are going to sit there and demand complete quiet. Some introverts are going to do like you and say, "You know what? I time is precious to me, so even though maybe my natural bent if you totally left me alone would be for the quiet, I got to I got to consume this stuff. I need this stuff. I want to feed myself." Yeah. So I think that's important. It's like anything else. It, it, it is not a black and white situation. There are, and I hate to say this, many shades of gray. Yeah. <laughs> there are, there are def, there's a range. Let, let's put it that way. It's a um, marriage adult podcast. You can say there's many shades of gray. Well, yes. And hopefully everybody <laughs> understands that that can refer to other things than bedroom behavior. Yes. <laughs> um, so the thing is, though, of course, that the introvert's going to seem standoffish, right? But to the to the and to the introvert the extrovert made is inconsiderate deliberately annoying because they're they're keeping that tv on or there or the music is real loud or they're doing everything at once and when in truth both the introvert and the extrovert are just trying to be true to themselves to who they are yeah i i mean i mean i can see where not understanding who your mate is either an introvert or extrovert can really cause problems uh, so what, like what else should couples know, uh, if they find themselves in such a situation? And believe me, many do. Yeah. Because there's a draw between opposites. It, it's like the universe says, thou shalt expand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> thou shalt not clone thyself. And so it's very, very common. And one of the things about introverts is they think a lot. I mean, a lot, lot. 
It doesn't even have to be about serious stuff, sure. okay? They yeah. can be thinking about the color of the wallpaper, yeah. right? But but where this intrudes, if you will, or, or can, can color a marriage is that they take whatever their extrovert mate says very seriously and they ponder it. Mm. Extroverts rarely ponder, as in think about it for four days, right? They certainly think. Extroverts think great, but they tend to crunch ideas rather than mull over them. Mm. That's an important distinction because crunching is, is effective, extremely effective, very efficient, but it doesn't take the same kind of time as mulling. Mm -hmm. You were asking? I was just going to ask, is there uh, any tendency for a specific gender um, like do do men or women tend to be introvert or extroverts more so than the other or is this this is just how people are uh, no this is how people are okay sometimes what we call a geek or we used to call a geek yeah. would be a male for the most part and they would usually be introverts mm-hmm. right and then what we among women these are old-fashioned terms we don't use them anymore but we'd call a woman a wallflower yeah okay or we or we call her shy Sure. Shy was often what was attached to people who were introverts, but in fact, it had nothing to do with, with introversion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, it's not gender specific. Uh, you have, you know, marvelously joyous, boisterous, happy females, and you have, you know, the, 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 the more let me think about it for five-day version. And the same thing with guys. It's, no, it's, there's no gender thing. There's a people thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I assume that as we were talking, I mean, we both identified ourselves as introverts, so... Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. And one of us is definitely a boy, and one of us is definitely a girl. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So yes. let me ask you a personal a personal question, if I may, Steve. Certainly. Would you? I'm sure your readers know by now that you're married to the lovely Jessica. Yes. Would you consider her to be more of an extrovert or an introvert? Uh, that's a very good question. I I have to think about this because okay. I I would. God, she is amazing in groups of well, people, but she doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't seek out big crowds. Um, mm-hmm. But she is definitely see. Okay, I need. I actually need your help on this one because she is very outgoing, and so mm-hmm. when we are anywhere and she sees somebody say something that is interesting to her she immediately goes up to them and starts prying <laughs> and she's more to... of an extrovert yeah okay that's an extrovert so my question an to introvert you... would observe yeah okay that's definitely me like i would observe um but okay. there's also i feel like i'm i've I'm, I'm breaking out of my shell partly because of her as well mm-hmm. as because of my journalistic background um it forces like my job itself forces me to ask questions so Mm -hmm. where internally I think like if this was a social thing or whatever Mm -hmm. I would never talk to that person um Mm -hmm. I now find myself I I I I actually have this in my head where I think like okay flip on like the journalism brain and just go ask them questions like you're doing an interview with somebody and then I can go talk to them um, and that's true for a lot of us. In other words, for introverts who find themselves in professions where where it is demanded of them to either be curious or for me it's been to public speak and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. we are perfectly capable of it. Yeah. It just means if you leave us alone, we won't do it. 
<laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And that's funny you say that because I have been in many different groups where after the fact, Jess and I have, you know, driven home or whatever. And it's like, oh, I didn't see you talking to so-and-so. And I'm just like, I'm good. Didn't need to. I heard what the, I, I observed, as you said, they didn't say right. anything particularly interesting. I had no desire, no need, no anything to strike up a conversation with them. And I'm sure that probably seemed like it was coming off as something rude, but it was definitely not my intention. Right. Uh, so, so this to so, come back to the mulling thing for a minute. Yes. How it impacts the couple. Yes. Please. Okay. Because that's basically what we're what we're. I mean, it's a fascinating subject. You and I could go on for days about this typical <laughs> yeah. introvert. Yeah. But because introverts are mullers, decision making can take quite a while for an introvert. Now, again, this is a range, so not all of them. But here's how it goes, and this can drive the extroverted mate nuts. Like extroverted mate says, look, it's easy. It's chocolate or vanilla. No big whoop. But the introvert is, well, there's bittersweet chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, 72% cacao chocolate, not to mention there's Madagascar vanilla, powdered versus liquid vanilla. Of course, liquid vanilla has alcohol in it. So do you see where this goes? Absolutely. Yeah. Imagine what the conversation is like if they're discussing having a baby. Right. Yes. Or which college junior should attend, or which washing machine they should buy. I mean, you know, it can drive you both of them to distraction. Because the thing is, though, introverts do come to decisions. Sure. And they're very well thought out. But in the process, the extrovert, if not aware of his or her beloved's nature, may have given up and gone partying just to get some relief. <laughs> yeah. So what, what is the, uh, so what's the answer here then? Well, this is an answer we have we have said and, and shared many times about different things, um, Steve. But it's called first of all, seek first to understand, right? Okay. And there are some wonderful blogs and books out there about the characteristics of introverts and extroverts because, frankly, it's a dimension that has come into popular understanding, if you will, in the last few years, mm -hmm. and they're very well worth reading. So you know, understanding as always is the key. Sure. But then. From my perspective, it's for gosh sake, have fun with it. In other words, once you, you, you sort of understand your mate's essential nature, you can go with their flow. It really isn't that horrible or big a deal. Mm -hmm. Make arrangements to enjoy what you enjoy and have them enjoy their thing. Like you're at a party with Jessica, like you mentioned, and you're having more fun observing and she's having more fun going up and chatting. Fine. Who cares? Afterwards, you can share your, your thoughts about it, you know? Mm -hmm. It's it's really the differences between us that makes couplehood fun, not just the similarities. And when you take this stuff with a sense of humor, a sense of compassion, and the love for your mate just as they are, frankly, that's quite delightful. I yeah, um, and I was thinking too that going with the flow and embracing the differences that you have, yeah. and you brought up you know having a baby or buying a dishwasher. When you know that your spouse is the molar, you could mm -hmm. say like, hey, we needed a new dishwasher. Um, would you care to do some research on it? Perfect. And they Perfect could really example. dig into it and you oh, know, yeah. and they could supply you. And I know Jess and I do that all the time. Like when uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> some new iPhones are coming out and it's like, well, should, what plan should we go with? And, you know, what, what version, what model? And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get every single spec down, <laughs> figure it all out. And then I just kind of tell her and she's like, sounds good. 
<laughs> so we really do embrace those differences, and I think it helps us in that way. And the other thing you said earlier in the podcast, Steve, which is you do learn from each other and grow from each other. So an extrovert wedded to an introvert learns to the, the value of quiet, learns how to think maybe a little bit longer about stuff, and the introvert learns that, hey, life is supposed to be a party. So, you know, hang loose a bit more and, and enjoy the spontaneity. So we do grow and expand, really, from yeah. being with each other as long as we're willing to understand that the differences are just differences. Yeah. Who cares? I, 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 big whoop. Yeah. And I think the, the, the last thing that you're just kind of highlighting here, and I, I feel like we have a big problem with this just in general, about we like to identify ourselves as a certain thing, and then mm. we almost act out that role of how we identify ourselves. Um, whereas, you know, I've been the shy guy, so I'm going to continue to play that shy guy, even though... I'm totally capable of going out and having uh, multiple conversations simultaneously with many different people, right? So, um, and, and you know, just the opposite as well, being, you know, wanting to go out to the concert or whatever and hang out at a party or something, you, you, can, you can learn as time goes on to embrace that quiet time sitting in the car with nothing on. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I think as long as people keep their mind open about just not being attached to their own labels of themselves, I think they can sometimes surprise themselves. Absolutely. Life is more fun that way. Definitely. Um, well, this was, this was fun, Noel. Uh, I think, I, you know, I, I mean, just our conversation alone, it made me think about my marriage and like our, <laughs> our two positions. So I'm hoping that uh, others who were listening to this started giving that same kind of thought and consideration to theirs and how it might change uh, the way that they interact with their spouse. So I think this was a, a fantastic episode this week. And thank you so much. Okay. You're so welcome, Steve. Thank you. Uh, I want to remind everybody that you have been listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, a popular speaker, is the author of many best-selling books, as I mentioned. Her latest relationship book is Your Man is Wonderful. She is also, also the author of Dangerous Relationships, and she has some business books out. She is a, an amazing consultant, uh, and her most recent one is Got a Bad Boss, Work That Boss to Get What You one at work and she also has uh, her next recent one is make more money by making your employees happy those two books are available on kindle readers and as i mentioned at the top you can download those apps for free on all your devices you can get this information and more at her website noelnelson.com you can also find noel on twitter at dr noel nelson you can also uh, follow her on google plus uh, and uh, facebook we are on all of those things. Uh, we have a very convenient uh, series of buttons on the top right of our website, hitchedmag.com, where you can quickly and easily click and follow. And uh, lastly, if you are not subscribed to our newsletter, I think it is the best way to get this information. Uh, we uh, not only include the most recent articles of the week, but we also uh, let you know when the latest podcast is up. So if you are listening to this now, uh, I don't know how you get it, uh, but that is another way that you can be reminded of it. And lastly, I, I threw out iPhones earlier. Um, we are now in the relatively new Apple News app. 
so if you are on iPhones or iPads, use an iOS device, you can now find Hitched in the Apple News app. And all you have to do is go to the search function, type in Hitched, and poof, you can subscribe there. And every day when we post a new article, it'll appear in your customized reader. So uh, hopefully you take advantage of that. And um, if you have any thoughts or ideas, please share them with us. So that is going to do it for us this week. One last time, thank you so much, Noel. Thank you, Steve. And take care, everybody. Tonight, the world is ours tonight. We're on top of the world.